everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, and that will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Tuesday nights, right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you could still post something to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. This week, uh, we've got some international updates, some Trump crony updates. Your standard fare for this show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but first, I want to start off with uh, the international stuff. This was uh, this was huge. Brazil... Lula da Silva beat out Bolsonaro. Uh, good on you, Brazil. When faced with the tough, tough decision of convicted felon or right-wing nutjob, you guys went with convicted felon. I'm impressed. He was, he was pardoned after the fact. <laughs> well, then. Yeah. Well, I think it was, I think it was bogus. He wasn't, you know, didn't actually do anything, I don't think. Oh. That's, I that's what I thought. That's I am my understanding. Suspicious. I thought you were telling me that that the pardon somehow absolved him, as though Michael Flynn were not a guilty person. <laughs> no, I think it's a it's the case of you know the people who chant lock her up actually mm. got a chance to lock her up, and then you know justice was like, no, let's just pardon pardon that person. Mm. I, that's my I I don't know that for a fact, but right. um, but good on them for the decision they made and and their ability to follow through on it. Yeah. Also, in other news, this just came, uh, Karen just mentioned this to me before we started, Netanyahu. Yeah. Uh, exit polls predict victory for good old BB. What a yeah. shock. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who he was running against. <laughs> the, the current um, president, right. prime minister, whatever. Over there, it's sort of no one in particular. Mm. You only vote for party, you don't vote for person, and whoever gets the most parliamentary seats has an opportunity to form a coalition government first. Sounds very similar to the UK. Yeah. yeah. Yes. BBC America is very much hinting that he's going to have trouble forming his government and that he's going to have to make alliances with way far right people. So that'll go well. I mean, he's far enough right as it is, but I mean, the talking, right. the, the crazy fars. Yay. Yeah. We... This will not be the end of the far right people in our in our in our segment. So terror in the in the West Bank and Gaza Strip will be will be right back up in the the tens. Yeah, good. They're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> not the Gaza Strip, not the Palestinians. Just this endless cycle of hey, we broke through. Oh nope, let's regress. <laughs> mm. Another international news: TASS, the Russian. Security Council. I don't know what TASS stands for. I'm assuming that it's in Russian. Uh, hmm. They put out an article claiming the reason that this, uh, Russia had to invade Ukraine. If you remember, originally it was the denazification of Ukraine. Right. Nobody believed that. There's no evidence of it whatsoever. Uh, now they've put out a uh, statement saying, oh, that wasn't it. It's the desatanization of Ukraine oh! that we're going for. Uh-huh. Because clearly, uh, the satanic church, the church of Satan has spread across UK Ukraine uh, from the US. So they're working to get rid of it. Wow, I hadn't heard that one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's absurd. It's yeah. funny, funny you should mention it because I saw a news bit uh, on NBC about how satanic panic is making a comeback. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, we've yeah. been talking about it big for a couple way. weeks. It's it's surging. It's coming back in a big way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love it. it <laughs> I had someone else today warn me about checking my son's Halloween candy for rainbow fentanyl and <laughs> uh, Delta Eight gummies. I was like, Delta Eight gummies are like thirty five bucks for a couple. I'm not shelling those out to kids for free. Right. Yeah, but it was never a thing. Like, no, no, it no, was it's, never it's, a thing. It's always been a myth, and until very recently. You know, I didn't. I don't realize how convincing and widespread, uh, you know, a lot of urban legends. Until I talked to Ray, I, honest to God, spent most of my teenage and adult life thinking cow tipping was real. 
It seemed so plausible. Uh, I thought it was just till you mentioned now that it wasn't. It's not <laughs> no. real. No, you can't take a cow over. <laughs> you, you cannot. No. You, you, sometimes you can sneak up on them, but you're not tipping them over. <laughs> I mean, cows sleep. Yeah, standing and, up. And they're fairly sometimes. docile and really stupid. So yeah, you mm. can sneak up on them, but no. As much <laughs> as they weigh, they, they're not. No. <laughs> There's not a chance. Like you could have a. A, f- a professional football player runs straight into the side of it, and you know it might take a step to the side. Like it's not—you're you're not tipping a cow, not a thing. Yeah. But again, to Ian's point, is why would anybody waste drugs to randomly right. give them to people? And you're not even going to get to see the results of your your, yeah. your misdoings, yeah. right? Yeah. Even if yeah. you're doing razor blades, like what? I mean, if you're sick enough to do that, you're just going to sit there and go, "Well, I hope I got somebody." <laughs> I hope that worked. <laughs> oh, well, I'll have to wait until next October. <laughs> yes, there is no LSD on your kid's temporary tattoos. There's no rainbow fentanyl disguised as Skittles. Having said that, though, there is rainbow f- rainbow fentanyl, though. Right, but yeah. it's expensive. You're so not going to waste it trying to hurt children. Right. Like, <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I, I think I think Hypatia's right. Our culture is built on fear mongering. Mm. Well, specifically media. I mean, the more yeah. clicks you get, right? That's yeah, all that matters. The more advertising you get, the more money. Yeah, it's all important. So I'm wondering when- is, could we live in a peaceful society or would we just, like, it just can't happen? I mean, if you look at some of the Scandinavian countries, they get closer than we do. Well, we as Americans. Yeah. Yes. Could yeah, we no. handle that? Like, no. I think no. I was just watching, like, a Rick and Morty where the aliens come down and, like, they're like, Hey, you guys can live in peace. We're going to handle everything. And they get rid of, like, pollution and everything. And everybody's fucking bored as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's part of the problem. I mean, the the American culture doesn't really lend itself to peace. It, 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 you know, lends itself to pew, pew, I got a gun. It's a different mindset. Right. Well, that and capitalism. You got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And then it's battle to the death to get to the top. (laughs) Yep. Then you... Buy a social media company, set it on fire, and you're done. We start over. <laughs> I don't know what you could be referring to. <laughs> really, at any of the three at the moment, but... <laughs> right. All right, next follow-up I, I have is Tenpenny. If you remember Sherry Tenpenny, she was oh. one of the people. She became famous after uh, she made national headlines. She appeared before the Ohio House Health Committee. Is she the fake doctor? She, well, one she's... She's, one of them. she's oh, actually a doctor, at least. <laughs> right, but was, was, she the, was she the demon sperm, or was she the other one? No, she's the osteopath who claimed magnetism activated via uh, 5G. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, she has now, she is under review by the state medical board because she has ignored investigators who want to her uh, to turn over evidence, and she has ignored a subpoena. So at this hmm. point, um, the medical board is saying, yeah, well, then you're going to need to turn over your uh, license to practice medicine. So at least she's and is getting... she just going to ignore that as well. I mean, I feel like that's how things are done. <laughs> yeah. You just go, no, I'm not going to do that either. Yeah, probably. But in this case, if she just ignores that, it her, her license will just go away. <laughs> yeah. Till Clarence that Thomas gonna... steps in. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it, it, will it actually impact her? Is she actually working as a doctor currently? I don't think so. Yeah, so... Mm. Well, she's an osteopath, so... <laughs> I don't think she's been doing anything in that field for quite a while. She's She's been on the whole anti-vaccine COVID bullshit campaign for so long. I don't think she's actually practiced medicine in several years. Mm. So this won't slow her down, but hey, at least she won't be an active doctor. No. <laughs> <laughs> what harm could an inactive doctor do? It's not like she's going to give up saving lives... So that she could chase fame and power and become a Pen- Pennsylvania senator. <laughs> Gross. No doctor would ever do that. Right. Well. <laughs> no quote unquote doctor. Um, I don't think there's quotes. That dude is a legit heart surgeon. I'm, I'm yeah, not at all doubting yeah. his credentials. He is just also a piece of shit. <laughs> all right. Uh, other things in update. Let's move on to Trump back back in po- kind of politics. But uh, he has lost another battle. To shield his tax returns from uh, from the House committee, um, so the appellate court has decided that it would not prevent the House Ways and Means Committee from getting his tax returns. So 
follow-up article. There he is go. now yeah. asking the Supreme <laughs> Court to block the House committee from getting his tax returns. What the fuck is in his tax returns? And I guess you're not up to date. Is, but it the- say, is there a follow-up follow-up article? When right. you say asking, you mean successfully asking, and it's been blocked by Roberts. Oh, has right. it? Yep. Oh, 100%. Under what rule? Again, what's the sugarcoating on it? They're done. It's, it's done. Only He's only just like, I've got, got a black robe and unlimited <laughs> power. I don't even, he's not you. even given a reason, huh? No. It's, it's a temporary until they can hear, mm-hmm. until they can all hear about it. It's not permanent. Oh. They all te- what, what could they hear? <laughs> what constitutional issue is going on here? Oh, I agree with you completely. But, it, I mean, it's not over yet. Right. My oh, it's over. He just yeah. wants to wait to get his other four friends to insulate him from blame. <laughs> that Yeah, that seems likely. That's absurd. I mean... And by absurd, I'm just so envious. <laughs> I mean, fucking McConnell saw the path to victory clear as day from I don't know how long before Trump got in there. And he went, hey, dummy, pick judges and stop trying to be a president. You're too stupid for that. And he went, yes, sir. And now they've <laughs> they fucking got it. They got it. And they are just smooth sailing. You know, said, well, at least it'll free up my November 8th from now on when I'm not allowed to vote anymore. <laughs> you know what I want so badly is just for one day in my life, just for a full 24 hours, wholeheartedly believe that they got him on something and that he's going down. I know it's never going to happen, but I just want to experience the feeling of think they got him for one day. I want that feeling. Yeah. Not just a couple of hours and then the realization that, I, oh, no, it I don't matter. even get it. Karen, I don't even get a couple hours. Anytime his name is mentioned, I'm like, man, ain't gonna happen. No. Nope, nope. They're gonna get him. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, just to be able and again, it started with the ten penny story a minute ago. To be able to to flaunt your complete disregard for law and order and suffer no consequences so frequently, and then on the flip side of that coin. If you're a black man and you try to eat your burger in the parking lot at Wendy's, you get shot in the face. Yeah. Yeah. These people can do anything they want with no consequences. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And by unbelievable, I mean super believable and really disheartening. Yeah. (laughs) Well, now we'll see where it goes. Like, the Supreme Court does keep ruling in ways that I didn't expect. Like, they're not all just in Trump's pocket. Yeah, but again, and I'm so... Because we, I don't know how our government works. I don't know how one judge can just go in there and go, ah, uh, no, Lindsey Graham doesn't need to testify. Oh, well. There's but no in this case, case, there's no... <laughs> uh, the Supreme Court actually has lifted the hold on Graham's testimony. Oh, they did? Yes. Yeah, they did. What? A couple hours ago, yeah. Oh, jam, okay. I was going to say, this just happened? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he has to go to Georgia and testify. Now, he can, um, you know... Use the fifth, but I, I I can't imagine. Well, I hear only criminals do that. Yeah. Well, and plus, it would have to be something incriminating that he did. They might they would have to be asking about something that he did that incriminated him. He can't plead the fifth for somebody else. <laughs> That's not a thing. He's going to be a, a seething bag of hatred. <laughs> and that's the thing. I don't know what Graham's going to say. Mm. Like he, you know, after January sixth, he was completely against Trump. Um, there were multiple times where he would come out and he would say something against Trump and he's like, I'm out, that's it. And then, of course, the next day he turns around. Yeah, I was going to say, that lasted like 12 hours. Yeah, right. it wasn't long. So, so you know, which Lindsey Graham are, we, are they going to get? Uh, is there the any chance he'll... post-12-hour one. Uh, he's yeah. going to say, sorry, something, something, I don't know, executive privilege, fifth, 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 see ya. But, I mean, grand jury testimony is confidential. It'll never come to light, well, theoretically. And right. it's not televised or anything. So he could tell the truth. He, he probably won't, but he could. Right. And if he does, and he needs to just walk it back, he can. Mm. Hey, we're stealing this justice seat. If someone dies in the last year of Trump's election, I want you to use my words against me, and I'll, we'll, we'll totally do it the other way. Hey, that's actually happening right now. I don't care. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I've taken it back. I'm not held accountable. I'm in the Senate forever. Jesus Christmas. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to hint anything or promote anything, but I understand why armed revolutions break out in all these other countries. 
Mm. You just can only you can only take so much. It's an interesting lead into the next story. <laughs> oh crap! Civil War? It's got to be Civil War. No, <laughs> no. I mean, it's the it's it's kind of like leading into the Civil War, right? Like, yeah. So the next thing is we're going to talk about Pelosi because the reason it's leading, I say it's leading the Civil War, is because there there's no like. In, during our Civil War, there was a distinct line, or at least a semi-distinct line, of the North and the South. And if you were in the South, you were enlisted in the Confederate Army, etc. That, that can't happen now. Like, right. this is everybody, every other house we're talking about. Like, you're, there's no lines to be drawn. So, but this, to me, this is the type of thing that we're going to continue to see, is attacks against people who are called out by Fox News... Or, you know, the the other people cheering on these conspiracy theorists is you're going right. to get the guys who's not quite mentally stable mm-hmm. attacking people with a hammer. But right. he, he is as sure he is absolutely positive that he is correct and that he is, you know, trying to do the world some good. And yeah. he's right. been right. lied I, I to what, horribly. <laughs> right. I think what Ray is saying is it's is it's not feasible Mm. With the size and the layout of our country for yeah. another civil war, it will continue to be these guerrilla-style homeland terrorism attacks yeah. uh, ongoing until, you know, there's a big tipping of, of power in one way or another. Exactly. Because, And again, I think that the, the delusion, at least on, on, on that I see on the right, is people don't seem to understand who was involved in the civil war. This, mm. oh, well, it was, it was the North versus the South. It was people pro-slavery versus anti-slavery. No, it was seditious hillbillies <laughs> versus the army. Right. If you want a civil war now, bring it on. When the Marines land at your Oath Keepers convention, they will cut you in half like you weren't even there. Mm. Civil war, you <laughs> fucking cowards. Yeah, I was watching something where they drew the map and it was, I think it was Jordan Klepper was talking to a bunch of people and uh mm-hmm. it was all out of whack the the map <laughs> and it was like and it is because what are you going to do it's the coast versus the interior right <laughs> you know well, we're, we're not surrounded let's go <laughs> i mean it, it's the towns versus the country it's it's worse than the coast versus the interior most cities are blue and most countryside is red so you get these little blue pockets all over the country in you know dark dark red states I mean, you think the cities in Kentucky are dark red? They're not. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, as a civil war, it's it's a cold civil war, just like we're kind of in a cold world war at the moment. People are starting to line up. It's getting kind of scary out there. Yeah. And I was thinking, too, I'm like, how complicated would it be right in this day and age to actually have an actual civil war? Because, like, mm. wh- who's, who's going to be leading the conservative right. side of that? Donald well, Trump? It's not going to be your. It's not going to look anything. Right, it, like, it can't, to the yeah, point, it can't you know, be like that. It's just a guerrilla war. It's going to be a guerrilla war of you know little hits. You know, a hammer attack on a politician's husband. Again, that, that wasn't that wasn't a coordinated thing. No, no, that was a crazy no. person. And if you sure. listen to Elon Musk, it was a male prostitute, and then Paul Pelosi <laughs> was drunk. Yeah, right. You guys ready to drive that Tesla in the fucking river yet? <laughs> With this psychopath. No, the yeah. Tesla's great. I just don't like Musk. <laughs> I could separate the two. Yeah. Again, so, again, not that any amount of obvious uh, exposure of, of their hypocrisy does anything positive or no. affects anyone in any way, but, geez, when that dude turned himself in because he was having thoughts about hurt, hurting, what, was it Justice Kavanaugh? Did he th- Do you remember this from a month ago? Did Some he turn guy, himself in? I, I thought he was Some caught. guy... Pulled up? No, he pulled up in front of Kavanaugh's house and said, "I'm thinking about going into her Kavanaugh. Send someone to arrest me." Huh. And every right wing pundit, oh, oh my <laughs> God, they're all killing us. Oh, we're in so much danger. Oh, they need extra security. This is the greatest atrocity. And then these same people, oh, well, you know, like Jared said, he was he was drunk. He was having sex with male prostitutes. He invited the guy in. How oh, did he know his name? All kinds of questions. Was a stranger. Who oh, opened man, the door? Not a fucking shred. Who of opened the third? The do- who was the third person to open the door? Where's the body cam footage? The what? Oh, yeah, the all police. this kind of yeah. Yeah. Well, they have it. 
They're just not showing it to you because you're a numbnut. <laughs> it's conspiracy theory. Did that guy theory. get arrested? Is yeah. all oh, he, okay? He's getting oh, brought up on out. federal. He's getting. He's getting brought up on federal charges and state. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Paul he, seems to be doing fine. He had surgery, brain yeah. surgery. Okay. He's still in ICU. Last I heard. I mean, but, he got uh, hit in the head with a hammer. So <laughs> fifteen years ago, this guy posted something about healthcare for all. So it's our <laughs> fault. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you if you do a quick Google search on him, his name is fairly uncommon. You can see his 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 um, I don't forget what some I don't know, GeoCities or some such thing page, and it's crazy pants. But it's it's all the right wing talking points. It's Q and it's all that nonsense. So he completely has you know drank the Kool Aid, as they say. So he did enter uh, Pelosi's house with zip ties. Mm-hmm. His plan was to uh, uh, well not abduct her, but capture her, torture her, smash her kneecaps. Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing she wasn't home. It's, uh... Well, he would have never, never gotten in if she was there. No, I'm curious have... how they got outside, though, because he broke into the house, but then mm-hmm. when the police got there, they were both outside. So when the guy broke in, he actually confronted... I mean, he went up to Pelosi's bedroom, and that, which is why he was in his underwear, um, got him out of bed, and Pelosi went to the got, told him he had to go to the bathroom, grabbed his phone, called nine one one. They ended up downstairs somehow because they were waiting for Pelosi. I don't know. Maybe he offered him a, uh, a coke and said, "Come on downstairs. <laughs> Let's get by where the police will come in." <laughs> I think Pelosi just got him downstairs. Hmm. Absolute crazy story. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like when when I, you know when you first when I first heard it, I'm like, oh my god, this guy broke in and, and smashed him in the head. I'm like, I didn't realize he hit him in the head when the police showed up. Right. Yeah. Yep. In front of you the know. police. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't kill him. They did dislocate that's... his arm when hey. they tackled him. <laughs> <laughs> so that's at least something. That hardly feels equivalent. Yeah. No. I'm sad you said that aloud. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> uh, another article from the Huffington Post. Uh, <laughs> FBI and other U.S. security agencies are warning heightened threat to officials. Of course, when... Justice Alito heard this. He was like, yeah, there's a heightened threat. There has been a heightened threat since uh, the the leaked paper came out of the Supreme Court. We're all in danger. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's totally what it's about. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Alito's, Alito said that that leaked, the, the leak from the Supreme Court has put the uh, conservative justices in danger. Uh, okay. Of being well, yelled yes. at. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, of people protesting outside their houses. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, Alito. Remember when you used to be a judge and you weren't just uh <laughs> Tony. <laughs> but well, he, I mean he's he's an activist posing as a judge. Yeah. True. All right, you, anything these else on cannot, politics before cannot I... not think about them fucking selves. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I forgot I have a, a couple things out of order here. Oh. All right, a couple other things in politics real quick. Uh North Carolina Republican leaders completely embrace Christian nationalism. Several sure. uh, GOP leaders in North Carolina went to the Cavalry Chapel at Lake Norman in order to participate in what could only be described as a Christian, Christian nationalist rally. Lieutenant Governor, one of the uh, the members of the House, they yeah, it's it's specifically talking about taking over the country and promoting Christianity. No subtlety to it whatsoever. Well, there's no consequences anymore, so why not? Right. Lean in, as they say. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna land them a lot of uh, Christian Oops. nationalist votes. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that they talked about is how modern so- American society is doing as much as possible to neuter men. Mm-mm. And they encourage men to read the Bible for lessons on how to be a real man. Oh, dear. And I'm watching the Jordan Peterson show. <laughs> Because he says that a lot. Mm. He doesn't mention him, but yeah, it sounds it sounds straight from his playbook. On his his new show, Monsters, Dragons, and Men, or something. It's called. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, <laughs> is I it guess worth you watching? Subscribe. I, I mean, <laughs> if you want to make fun of Jordan Peterson, it is. <laughs> I think I'll pass. <laughs> uh, the next thing that I have, Mike Pence had an appearance Wednesday on Fox Business. Fox Business. I just want that to sink in. He was on Fox right. Business. 
Why are we in Fox Business? That's what was weird. he talking about? Uh, he was talking about the uh, freedom of religion. Uh. He says that the radical left believes that the freedom of religion is freedom from religion, but it's nothing the American founders ever thought or generations of Americans fought hard to defend. That That's exactly opposite of the reality. Oh my god, it's like line two of the Constitution! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, he went you, on... mi- you, you misread that, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> he, he went on Ooh. to say that our nation's greatness has always been our faith in God, our freedom, and our vast natural resources. Well, you know, he's got one of them, correct? <laughs> uh, the good news is that four years after the Trump-Pence administration, I'm confident that we have a pro-religious freedom majority in the Supreme Court. Yeah, I'm uh, pretty confident yeah, of that. Yeah, we're all well. pretty confident <laughs> of that. That's not... Yeah. What a hot take. And then he went on to threaten that come election day on November 8th, you're going to see the freedom majority around the country turn out and vote pro-freedom majorities into the House, Senate, and state houses around the country. So stay tuned. Used a Trump line. He's not wrong there. They might not get the Senate, but they're probably going to get the House. They're getting it all. I hope not, but you could be right. Me too. (laughs) We see where hope gets us. Yeah, it's true. Thoughts and prayers. Hmm. Well, I mean, he's lining himself up to you know to run for president, which will fail horribly because right. he's a he's a mannequin. But <laughs> so curious how this how that turns out. Yeah, DeSantis, Trump, fucking Pence, Pence. <laughs> oh, and you got you got to have um, uh, Ted Cruz. Cruz. <laughs> yeah, Ted oh. Cruz might make a. I mean, shit, fucking uh, Marco Rubio. What's it? Marco Rubio <laughs> might come out of the woodwork, and sure. uh, oh, what's uh, his name? Liz Cheney's going to run. Oh, Liz yeah. Cheney, that's right. Uh, <laughs> governor of New Jersey, fat guy. Christy, Chris Christie. Right. Yeah, Chris yep. Christie may jump into it. Well, that was the one SNL skit that I didn't like was, well, who do we got? Who's going to, who, you know, it's going to be, we're not uh, Biden again. Not Biden again. Well, who's it going to be? And they go, oh, crap all <laughs> Biden seems great. <laughs> yeah, Biden's great. <laughs> what about Gavin Newsom? How do you guys feel about Gavin Newsom? Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Oh, Texas. Yeah, I mean uh, no, California no, governor. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I like him. Wait, he was married to. Um, yeah. That, yeah. That well, old dude's wife. Yeah. Questionable taste in the past, but we'll let it pass. Guilfoyle, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Mm, yeah. She I can't, just. Hey, still- we've all made mistakes dating. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think enough. she just went wherever <laughs> your political power was the strongest. Yeah. yeah. I'm, well, I'm not. Yeah, I understand her motivations. I don't. I don't understand his motivations. Eh, men are easily duped. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Fair I'm going to move on to uh, religious nonsense stuff. We're, we're like halfway through here. Going to start off. Kansas City Star has an article about a woman doing an exorcism to purge a demon from a child. As it turns oh, out, the child had food poisoning. And the, I don't know, I'm not, not sure who the roommate they're referring to is. But apparently... The kid was, you know, vomiting and having all sorts of problems because of the food poisoning. Roommate left for about 20 minutes. When she came back, she saw that the child had a makeshift noose around Ooh. their neck. What? Uh, and she was told that the woman was trying to get a suicidal demon out of the child, <laughs> according to the police report. Yeah, so the woman uh, was released on $10,000 bond for child endangerment, one count of child ab- abuse. Yeah, strange. Uh, again, this is just, in my mind, the effect of religion. Sure. That you, you believe in demons, therefore you got to get the demon out, even though, yeah, that that's not it at all. It's, it's food poisoning. <laughs> and you end Take up endangering the child's life. Yeah. I mean, a makeshift noose, what, to scare the demon out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> it doesn't really, it, even the story doesn't make sense. Even if you believe in demons, why would you put a noose around the kid's neck to get a suicidal demon out of the child that yeah that's that's that some new levels of crazy yeah yeah i mean you've gone that far i mean <laughs> why not <laughs> you've already decided that it's a demon <laughs> right i mean i can wrap my head around the logic of you know trying to get the demon out by you know taking the child to the brink of death so the demon has to leave so it doesn't die too fine Science fiction has told me that's a viable storyline. <laughs> but a suicidal, de- suicidal demon? That doesn't make sense. You've it's lost me again in the logic. Very dangerous way in line oh, yeah. of thinking. 
Sure. Like I said, I sci-fi. <laughs> and, well, we're on religious nonsense. We can't help but move into Pastor Jailed for Sexual Assault. Yeah. There's a whole subreddit for this. So, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. It's true. The United Methodist sad. Church in this case. I mean, I'm I'm spreading I'm spreading the love this week. <laughs> we're we're going to do a story about the Methodists and then a couple others. A what what's it? I forget what his title is. A youth pastor uh, in 2019. That was your first clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the victim uh the youth pastor is 27 years old. The victim was 13. Um he used a church-owned computer to chat with the kids. And the girl in question, he told, I think I like younger girls because I feel more of a man around them. Ugh. I would very mm. much enjoy the opportunity to fuck you. To a 13-year-old. That's yep. lovely. But they're right out there on Front Street. It certainly uh, is. Also sent nude pictures of on himself. On his work computer. Yeah, on his work computer. Owned by yep. the church. <laughs> uh, so also sent nude pictures of himself. <laughs> and Lead in. And then to just throw that out there. Yeah. Right. Excuse me, miss. I was just wondering. <laughs> I noticed you sitting there, and I was feeling very masculine today. And if you would so do me the pleasure, I want to fuck you so hard. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where are you going with this? Jeez, Louise, this guy is... Uh, is he at least in prison? He is. He was sentenced yes. to 15 years in prison. Sweet. Uh, including yeah. time served. Uh, when he gets out of jail, he will be five years probation and registered as a sex offender. Here's uh, the kind of the problem is the the people involved in the lawsuit. Uh, it, one of the one of the plaintiffs is the the girl included and also her parents. Uh, they are suing the Methodist Church and the local church leaders because Good. in this case, if they would have followed Methodist Church rules, this could not have happened. The mm. Methodist Church actually has rules in place that when you interact with kids, there has to be two adults involved. Um, there, there need to be, you know, someone monitoring and and everything. Like, if they'd have just followed the rules, this couldn't have happened. Well, I'm but glad that they have rules, but right. So they not have following rules, them. Is, yeah, but they ignore <laughs> them. Mm. Perhaps they'll learn a lesson. I don't know. Well, yeah. from the lawsuit, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, they'll learn to let people put a VPN on their work machines. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, kind of in the other direction. Uh, moving over to the Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, this doesn't oh, gotta hey. be good. <laughs> well, you said other direction. Maybe it is good. <laughs> well, no. What are they doing down at Kingdom Hall, right? The other, the other <laughs> direction is that the church uh, made it worse instead of trying mm. to make oh, it better. crap. Uh, four members of Jehovah's Witness, all in Pennsylvania, have been charged with sexually abusing a total of 19 children. Ew! Including some of their own. Oh. Well, that's... 69-year-old Jose Serrano allegedly abused six girls, including his own daughter. Wow, if I could have... If you had just asked... If you just showed me those three pictures and said, what do you think these guys are in trouble for? <laughs> <laughs> sexually abusing minors? Yeah. Yeah. 52-year-old <laughs> Jesse Hill lured boys to his congregation with promises of alcohol, marijuana, and pornography, after mm -hmm. which he exposed himself, touched what the children- What 15-year-old can't get their hands on fucking pornography these days? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, touched the children and forced them to perform oral sex on him. There were at least 10 victims. Wow. 56-year-old Robert Ostrander sexually abused at least two kids, his own stepdaughter and her friend- 61-year-old Eric Elim uh, sexually assaulted his daughter as a form of discipline whenever he thought she was being naughty. Uh -huh. And the problem, the major problem with Jehovah's Witness is they mm. have a rule as well. The Methodists have their rule of, you know, there have to be two adults when you talk to, to kids. The Jehovah's Witnesses rule is the two-witness rule. You can't say that somebody oh, right. committed a crime unless there are at least two witnesses. To the crime. So what? when you have a, a, an adult abusing a child, there's only one witness. So the church doesn't do anything. I think we talked about this before when we talked about the Jehovah's Witnesses back in the day. Yeah, a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah, it was years ago. But yeah, nothing is, is, is uh, valid. No complaint is valid unless it's uh, two witnesses. Uh, per, per the church, yes. Per the church, yeah. So when they went to the when different people went to the church and complained... 
absolutely nothing happened. Like the church said that they would take care of it, mm-hmm. and then they went, meh, one witness. Nothing we huh. can do. Now there's a $66 million class action lawsuit. Good. Oh, no, that was in 2017. Yeah, that was that was previously. Yeah. Right. I mean, it could still be going on. Mm. It could be obvious. I mean, when I glanced up to see who was in charge of the investigation and I saw that it was Josh Shapiro, I was like, oh, yeah. well, good for him. Yeah. That guy, this guy really works hard to stop sexual abuse in religious organizations, To at least here in Pennsylvania. Yeah. He'll get my vote. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, yeah, he's definitely going to get my vote, but he's been leading the charge his whole career yeah, against this, really and I, I appreciate it. And yet, what you told me just now, and we may have discussed this earlier, about the two-witness rule, mm. I'm starting to believe that it's less and less of a fluke. I think that religious institutions may, in fact, be not just havens for pedophilia, but organized havens for pedophilia for all the th- all the all the roadblocks that they put in people's way to prevent being mm. raped by priests this co- i mean it's o- only, only a pedophile would put that rule in is what you're saying right mm. it's clearly intentional like the whole leadership structure in organized religion seems to focus around how to most effectively rape children mm. or at least- and by not seems to it just does right or I mean, is it a side effect of just the only people that are trustworthy are the elders? Everybody else is suspect. And so whatever the elder says is correct. And if the elder says that, you know, sex with the congregation is correct, then that's correct. I, I don't know if it's a symptom of, but I'm sure yeah. it piled. I'm sure they're using everything they can. In con- so uh, t- there, we, there you have it. Mm. <laughs> the secret cabal of pedophiles, actually religion. Mm. The open cabal of pedophiles. Yeah. Man, every week, every week, just disgusting every week. Yeah. And it's endless. Oh, yeah. I mean, the only reason we haven't found it in the other churches outside of, you know, the Catholics is because we haven't looked. Now we're looking. because doesn't work there as well? Right. Now we're looking and it's everywhere. Right. If it was 300 priests in Massachusetts, 300 priests in Ohio, 300 plus priests in Pennsylvania. Let me tell you how many priests in Delaware and New York. Yeah. 300 plus. Yeah. (laughs) Delaware's a little smaller. Maybe, maybe <laughs> right. only 200 plus. 250 plus. <laughs> <laughs> the per capita numbers, yeah. So do you recall uh, Attorney General Latita James in New York City sued the Diocese of Buffalo, speaking of Catholics, uh, because... I don't immediately remember that. If I hear her name and it's not about Trump, I, I'm out. Right. So this was a, an attempt to, to crack down on the Catholic Church. Uh, the lawsuit was to, well, multiple things, but... An agreement has been come to. You're going to be mm-hmm. sorely disappointed. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sure. Um, so in the agreement, the church suffers no financial penalties, but instead they have agreed to a mandated series of structural reforms within the diocese. Um, under the deal, priests who have been credibly accused of abuse will be assigned an independent monitor with law enforcement experience to ensure that they comply with a list of restrictions, which include a ban on watching pornography, performing priestly duties, and having a post office box. What? Nice. The first one I'm always confused and sketchy on, but that's okay. I yeah, understand. I, if, they have a, if they have a problem, if they have a problem <laughs> and they feel like that that's going to exacerbate it, I understand. The other two are just good ideas. <laughs> that, that is true. They should probably stop being a priest. Mm. They but- should probably stop having an anonymous way to communicate with people yeah but it doesn't it doesn't say anything about you know not being in a position of authority anymore they're still priests well they're not oh i thought they i thought the second one was they can't do priest things anymore. yeah they're not allowed to perform priestly duties but they are still priests okay right it doesn't say they lose the title yeah right Hmm. but uh i am sorely disappointed i i don't know i guess the most satisfying part of that was when you led into the story because again this is, you said this is the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Buffalo yes. or, yeah, and it just speaks to Jared's previous point about how disingenuous these people are. Mm. Oh my gosh, this is our faith and God, and he gives us strength. And all right, what's the first thing we need? Don't take our money. Mm. <laughs> Fucking scumbags. You're no different than anybody else. You don't believe any of this shit. It is all about the money yeah, yeah. and the kid raping. Yeah. Disgusting humans. 
Yeah, I really don't understand some of the uh, some of the rules. They they are banned from downloading or possessing pornography. They're banned from going to strip club or or adult store. Um, so a priest who does uh, apparently a priest who does any of this is some sort of deviant. But watching well, watching that wait. sort of content doesn't make you more likely to abuse children. Right. I mean, are they okay with you know priests that don't sexually abuse children going to strip clubs? Apparently, that's an odd. That's not in the rules. That's, that's a little weird. <laughs> also, how do you enforce that? Like, yeah. are you watching those places to make sure they don't go in? Or <laughs> right, if someone reports seeing them in there, will in the a- independent investigator be able to act? Yeah. Are you dumb enough to wear your priest outfit when you go there? <laughs> <laughs> I saw Father Paul in a hoodie. It was really weird. Then he went in the strip right. club. Theoretically, <laughs> you're a public figure, and the chance that someone will recognize you is. Mm. But again, yeah, then it would, you're right, it would create that catch-22 of, uh, well, how did you know Father Paul was in the <laughs> yeah. fucking glory hole on Route 22? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> but, well, Hypatia says the congregation would turn him in. Would they? Really? Would they turn him in? My kid told me. <laughs> also, <laughs> did you have two witnesses? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So the best part about this program that is going to be babysitting their priests to make sure that they don't do anything naughty, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the program will be in place for at least five years. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that'll help. <laughs> and who's paying for it? The church? The church is required to pay for it. Well, at least at least the, the taxpayers aren't paying for it. Right. Right. Yeah. Because that was a significant possibility. <laughs> Absolutely. Because not forcing the taxpayers to pay for the needs of the Catholic Church would be discriminating against the Catholic Church, and we can't discriminate against them because they're religious. That's crazy. Right. <laughs> All right, next thing that I have is about the IRS and, uh, what is it called, the Johnson Amendment? Uh, the idea that churches cannot endorse political candidates. Right. And this article is, again, it's on Only Sky. This pretty much, it, it cites a... Uh, published article in the Texas Tribune and ProPublica that talks about the fact that nobody enforces the Johnson Amendment. There have been no. two cases in the history of the Johnson Amendment uh, where there was any enforcement whatsoever, and it was pretty much a slap on the wrist. And now the IRS pretty much does nothing to stop or to you know, enforce the Johnson Amendment. In the last two decades... Uh, it had only been used once, just before 92 elections. A group called Branch Ministries ran a newspaper ad encouraging people not to vote for Bill Clinton. <laughs> so the IRS revoked the group's tax-exempt status. There was a lawsuit. The IRS won. That, that's really it in the last 20 years. Wow. Well, now they got their jackbooted thugs. Uh, right. <laughs> right. I was going to say... <laughs> If they double the amount of IRS agents, is there any chance that a handful of them could go to work on this? Uh, what is the political um, sway at the moment? I don't know. No one has seen it. Civil war, Karen. Yeah. It's anarchy in the streets. <laughs> the people over in the Ukraine have it good compared to how we're living over here. Mm-hmm. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> It is not true at all. <laughs> that was rude and disingenuous on every level. Uh, when asked um, about this, the uh, the IRS spokesperson said that the agency cannot comment on neither confirm or deny investigations in progress completed in the past or contemplated. Mm. So, yeah, the IRS isn't going to tell you if they're doing anything. And by the way, they're not doing anything. <laughs> I mean, it, that's not a surprise, but. No. Yeah disappointing uh but in return there is an article in the texas tribune that i thought was very relevant churches in texas are outright breaking the law endorsing elections uh 100 they're putting it on their television their their broadcast channels they're they're inviting politicians they're telling people who they should vote for like it's blatant (laughs) it's there's nothing subtle about this in any way it's in those consequences so why not right you know well as much as i hate this I did see a pastor today, a video of a pastor lambasting Herschel Walker, and it was great. (laughs) (laughs) He basically was like, Herschel Walker is a tool from the Republicans. He's been told what to do by white people since he was 16 years old, where to walk, what to do, how to throw. I mean, it was, 
I mean, and he was good at it. He was really good. I suggest <laughs> watching it. And I was like, well, for once, I like seeing this work in our favor. Yeah. You know? <laughs> sure. And really, why not? Yeah. And before anybody it? gets the idea that, well, you're a podcast, you shouldn't be doing that either. Well, we're not. We, we are Texas, actual privately out. owned podca- podcasts. We're not. Uh, right. uh, what's it called? 501C. 501C, 503C, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, the, the, we actually it, pay taxes. So. Yep. Well, when we make money, which <laughs> yeah. it pays for itself. <laughs> Thank <much>. you, Patreon. <laughs> All right, and uh, the last thing that I have under religious nonsense, uh, there's an article from the Washington Post asking the question, is Christian nationalism growing or declining? And the answer is both. Both? Yeah. What? Strangely enough, the Christian nationalism is growing significantly in leadership. Anybody mm. who's running for office, who is in office, Christian nationalism is just going through the roof. However, if you look at polls that include uh, the Baylor religion surveys uh, going back to like 2007, you can see an increase in Christian nationalism until about two years ago. And then it was a significant decrease. It was mm. up to uh, in 2017... It was uh, 27 to 29% uh, said that that, nas- that the uh, government should or could enforce religious affirmation. Well, it, so the question was the percentage of Americans who agree with this statement. The federal government should declare the United States a Christian nation. There you go. Yeah. The highest was in 2017 at 29%, 28.9%. Yeah. And now it is down to around 19%. So it has dropped uh, 10 points. Yeah, that's better. So public opinion, yeah. right. national, Christian nationalists, has dropped considerably. But in the leadership, nah, it's through the roof. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Lots of planning for many decades. I'm trying to remember. what was What's the group called that uh, has been trying to do this for decades? The family? Yeah, the family. Yeah. There's another name. They hold the Christian, the prayer breakfast and stuff, but it's the family is yeah what it's known as. So I don't know. I mean, That's good news and bad news. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the fact that it was 28.9 percent you know, a few a couple of years ago. That is scary. Focus on the family. That could be it. No, they have a name. It, it's I think it's the family, but I don't know what the family's name is. Yeah, they have a you know a, a an out front name, a name that they have that they go with, but I, I don't remember, but. Commonly referred to the family, and if you do a little uh, Google search, you will find a film about them that's really fucking scary. The Fellowship, also okay. known as the Family and the in- in- International Foundation. Hey, speaking of that, Ian, I think I almost got recruited into the Masons the other day. Oh. Oh, wow. How's that going? I, I don't know. I think I blew it because my <laughs> oh. mom's rude. <laughs> okay. Well, if you need a current member to write you a letter of recommendation or to vouch with you, because I believe you need at least two when you're being sponsored, I'd be happy to do that for you. Hmm. Well, what happened was is that, you know, their their headquarters is in the alleyway right behind my workplace. Okay. And I was go, had to go drive my mom somewhere, and she started throwing a fit over her seat and how it wasn't adjusted right, and she couldn't figure out how to adjust it. So I had to stop the car in the alleyway right by the Mason's place and get out and do it for her. And just as I was doing that, a guy with a with a Mason's hoodie on came over oh. towards me. Okay. And he was like, are you looking for the Mason's? And I was like, no, no, no. I'm like, I know where they are. They're right over there. And then he started talking to me. Mom's like, can we get the fuck out of here? Stop talking to that guy. And I was like, well, there goes my membership. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, uh, I wanted to bring this up, uh, an article in the New York Times that I thought was just, uh, I don't I, I don't even know what to say about it. Um, New York Times, the article is entitled, How to Live with a Ghost. <laughs> why does yeah. the New York Times have an article? But anyway, uh, it talks about Shane Booth, a photography professor in North Carolina, who was folding his laundry in the bedroom. He was startled by a loud crashing noise. He stepped out to find a shattered window and his dog sitting outside. He was confused. How could his dog have jumped through the window with enough force to break it? After cleaning up the glass, he went back to his room and all of his clothes he would just folded were scattered and strewn about. That's where he actually thought it was really scary. Hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. 
Um, ghosts don't exist, people. No. But it uh, if you want to know how to live with one of these non-existent like things. <laughs> no, they don't. Ray. The trolls? Oh. Sorry? Goblins? No, you go okay. ahead. I, I, I thought I was interjecting at the end of the story, but you finish the story first. So the article continues to talk about how to live with unexpected housemates. <laughs> and how to be comfortable with your phantoms. I don't know if this was just a fluke Halloween thing that they threw in as a... I don't know. But I, I certainly didn't expect a story like this from the New York Times. But there you go. It was October 31st. So it was, it's a Halloween story. Yeah, that makes sense. A little tongue-in-cheek. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry, I just wanted a couple seconds to address what is going on in the Discord. Because yeah. mm. I feel like I should be a part of it. And I can't type as well as I can talk. So I would just talk to both of them. Everything that Alpha has said is completely accurate, and uh, my situation is similar-ish. However, Hypatia, I will tell you that I was raised back, uh, you know, at, in, in in the Lodge back in, I believe, 2001. So I was a much younger man, and I was not as comfortable in my atheism as I am today. However, you know, I I did take an oath, and I struggle with it regularly with maintaining my membership to the Lodge and my atheism, because it is in direct mm. conflict with oaths that I have taken as a Mason. Uh, so I feel like I am doing them a disservice, but I also love being a Mason and I don't want to stop. So I've been handling it in a very selfish way. <laughs> if it ever comes to a head or if I ever resolve it in a different way, I will let you know. <laughs> nice. There you go. Uh, yes. You, uh, what Alpha said before, you do not have to be a Christian you just have to believe in higher power, and I absolutely do not. But when I when I was raised, that seemed perfectly plausible. I wasn't actively a part of any religion, but the idea that there's that I didn't understand mm. what it meant to be an atheist, and I was like, "Well, what about agnostic?" and blah blah blah. And I was like, "No, Ian, that's that's a silly half measure, and you just don't understand what." And so now, as a much older adult. Um, you know, so that's where I am in my life. I'm sorry. That was a, an unnecessary derail, but I, I really just wanted to, to kind of clear the air about sure. that, that whole situation. Wait, to be a Mason, you have to believe in a higher power? Yes. Oh. Yeah. It doesn't have to be necessarily defined, I'm assuming, but you could say Ra, the sun god. Yes, absolutely. I think they would probably okay. prefer if you just said a higher power. Sure. Or that you were a right, deist. but if you want to be specific, you can take your oath on the Bible, on the Quran. On any on on any sort of 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 documentation that represents your particular uh, belief system. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So uh, alt science, science based medicine had to put out an article because there have been dozens of people going to the hospital with somewhat moderate to severe burns. What are they doing? Rubbing garlic onto their skin. That can burn you. Yeah. So this is uh, from Perfect Image. There is a rep uh, claims that topical garlic can help with alopecia, warts, fungal infections, psoriasis, keloids, corns, or I've never even heard of this leishmaniasis. I have no idea how you pronounce that. <laughs> leishmaniasis. I, I have no yeah. idea what that is. How you pronounce it? Not a clue. Uh, but as it turns out, the chemicals in garlic can actually be irritant to the skin. And should not be applied topically, uh, especially in children. Because sure. of the way kids' skin is, they have a more sensitive uh, uh, surface. And rubbing garlic on a child's skin and leaving it there can cause second-degree burns. Sure. So, huh. don't do that. You idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and as a bottom line, there's no compelling evidence to support the use of garlic for any medicinal purpose. Uh, when taken systematically in the form of a pill or when applied topically for a few minutes here and there, garlic can be safe, but there's no evidence that it does anything, you know, it, that there's any actual benefit for it. Mm. But there is potential risks. Hmm. So. I, d I didn't know. know that people used garlic for anything other than flavoring, but okay. Yeah, and repelling right. va vampires, and as Ashton Gesson said. Yeah, it gets rid of Dracula's. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I didn't officially add a link into what we're using here, but I do have an actual alt-science alt article that popped up in my newsfeed okay. mm. today. Uh, I don't know if anybody else saw this, but it was uh, 
a woman down in Georgia who went to the chiropractor and was paralyzed. Oh, mm, yeah. I did after see having that. her neck adjusted. Yeah. Yep. Really? Yes. Wow. Because yep, I'm having uh, a ton of people telling me I should go to a chiropractor. No, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Nope. Uh, now, on the, the good news half of this, she was was taken to an actual medical facility and they have been able to to rehab and she is regaining use of of her body extremities mm-hmm. but uh yeah the i mean it's it's you know she's a, a kid she was like 20 years old yeah and uh at least partially just, paralyzed uh, for the rest uh, of her life yeah she's going to get some movement yeah, back but not I all mean, of it it's just right it's it's i mean it just further i think reinforces my I, I assumed my belief, but now I feel like it's the truth that yeah. this is absolute quackery. Yeah, this this is not quite as bizarre as as some of the money making schemes Jared and I enjoy <laughs> at the end of the show. <laughs> Nothing is going up anybody's anus. We're not setting anybody's <laughs> grundle on fire. There's no you know zinc probing or anything like that. But man, this Cairo why? Why is anybody surprised to find that some rando whipping your neck around real fast can possibly hurt you? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I'm having major neck issues and people are like, you got to go find a good chiropractor. I got this neck stretching thing coming in <laughs> to help me out. Go to your primary care physician and tell them. To, and, and, or, yeah, or he just, told me I needed an operation. <laughs> yeah. Well, go to a physical Maybe therapist. A go to a physical therapist first. I mean, they actually mm. have doctors that are, you know, versed in the mechanics of your neck. And can actually tell you what to do, and maybe sure give you exercises to help. Just make sure you don't go to uh, Sherry Tenpenny because she's an osteopath, yeah. and that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> you got a demon in your neck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> different doctor, but yeah, physical she's... therapist. <laughs> or maybe she can throw a noose around your neck and intimidate it out. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I think that's basically what I bought. <laughs> Okay, the very last thing I I wanted to mention was, uh, so we talked about the fact that NASA sent a ship into space in order to slam it into an asteroid at high speed to divert it from its course. Um, Hey, that might come in handy in a few, well, centuries. Um, (laughs) Astronomers have recently spotted a near-Earth asteroid um, about a mile in diameter, or a mile wide, I guess, that is orbiting the sun and could eventually bring it within Earth's path. So, hey, maybe we should get one of those ships ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, well, as it turns out, it generally orbits it orbits the sun every five years, I think it is. It's either five years or one. I think it's every five years. And because of its orbit, we don't get to see it very often. It's hidden by the sun a lot of the time. Its likelihood to actually intersect our path would, I mean, it's like three centuries out or more, but they are doing the math and figuring out when that could be because it is the size that could be a planet killer. So not my problem. People looking into space (laughs) aren't just doing it for fun and because it's cool, but because they could save humanity. I think it's an interesting article. Should check it out. Freeze Bruce Willis now and then re-unfreeze him <laughs> in 300 years. <laughs> but we proved we don't need him. We can just fly a ship into it. It'll be fine. Just need the robots. So so it worked? Yeah, it worked. Yes, they managed to nudge that one. Yep. Nice. That's awesome. It is amazing that in space that an inch could make the difference of the planet being destroyed and not being. Oh, yeah. 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 One local inch just changes the arc completely. Yeah. I mean, that was not a mile wide one. It's going to take a bigger explosion. But, you know, we can manage big explosions. We've done that, Pat, before. (laughs) (laughs) I also find it amusing because it's very similar to what was, you know, what they did in The Expanse, sending rocks at the planet. Mm. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Expanse is a great show. You should watch it. All right. Oh, it's awesome. You guys have anything else? I do not. No. All right. Let's wrap it up. Maybe maybe a little shorter today because I'm tired. (laughs) <laughs> all right i think that's all we got for this week uh first i want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast especially those who could be here tonight alpha hessian gixon and hypatia i don't believe i saw anybody else um but we really do appreciate the feedback and the comments uh if you enjoy the podcast you can support it by joining them signing up on our patreon page and chatting with us on discord uh if you can't do that you can share the podcast on social media leave a review for us wherever you happen to listen uh, if you want to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or tweeting at ProfaneArg. Also, I'd like to 
encourage you to check out other shows on the soon to be named network. Soon to be named network.com will get you to all well, a whole slew of podcast for your listening pleasure. Again, thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.